I want you to turn to Psalm 94, Psalm 94. Sometimes I think we get so, uh, we get so involved with uh, certain things in our studies that we think that it's a complicated thing uh, to understand what Christ did and how he did it. And sometimes we just have to stop and look around. You, you know, there's people here today that you're new converts. Some of you, you weren't raised in church. Some of you, you're new to the Bible. And you can feel a little bit overwhelmed at times because when you start to read the Bible and uh, you'll, you'll read certain phrases and that maybe won't make sense to you and you'll wonder what God's trying to say. But listen, never be discouraged. God says that you can look at anything that he has made. Let me back up over that. He made it. It, it didn't just happen to be. It, it didn't evolve. He said, and it was. But you can look at anything that he made and see some of him in it. And you can learn more about him when you look at it. I'm looking in Psalm 94, 9, and the Bible tells us concerning the Lord, he planted the ear, shall he not hear? Arlene, you remember that verse, don't you? Yeah, I remember that verse. I remember being with you early one morning before surgery, and she was somewhat distraught, uh, just wanting peace going into the surgery. And God gave her this verse. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. God gave her this verse. He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? In other words, wouldn't that be silly to say God made your ear and he's not able to hear? But if he made your ear so you can hear, he certainly can hear. And then he said, he that formed the eye, shall he not see? So I'm focusing today, no pun intended, on the eye. And if you've ever had eye problems, then you realize the value of your eye. And there's some supernatural things about the eye. And the amazing thing is when you get to Psalm 17 and verse eight, he said in his prayer, keep me as the apple of the eye, hide me under the shadow of thy wings. So he said, Lord, I, I want you to keep me as the apple of the eye, which is some say, well, that's the pupil, but I believe it's more than that. Uh, I think the Hebrew, the Hebrew analogy of it, if you look at it closely and study, David was really saying in that Psalm, if you get close enough to somebody, do you know you can see your reflection in their eye? And he said, Lord, I want to get so close to you that I can see me in your eye. That's how close that I want to be to you. And that's what he's saying in this Psalm. Just, just look, look at the eye and what he's made. You know, your eye is really uh, in and of itself is a complete miracle, even though your entire body is. If I can just share a few things with you really quick, you know that your eye is composed of over 2 million working parts two million parts for your eyes to function properly. The eyes can process 36,000 bits of information every hour. Do you know that eyes can instantly set into motion all 600 plus of the muscles in your body and your organs? 
In other words, when you see something, uh, you, you see your child fall, once you see it, the eyes set into motion, your legs to run to your child where they're at. So your eyes set so many things into motion. Uh, you know, the Bible, the Bible tells us that his eyes are always looking to and fro through all of the earth. He's watching over us. Do you know in your lifetime, your eyes will help you see and retain over 24 million different images, different types of images, some multiples of the same thing. For example, a river, a lake, a mountain, a tree, but over 24 million different images of the world around you. The external muscles in your eye are some of the strongest muscles that you have. Do you know God made your eyes so that uh, your muscles around your eyes that make your eyes move are a hundred times stronger than they need to be? You say, now why would God do that? Because he can. Everything that God does is above and beyond. See, God not only saves you, but he gives you grace and strength and power, does more than he has to do. I'm glad God didn't do just enough, but he goes above and beyond. You know, the eye is the only part of the human body that can, that can function at a 100% ability at any moment, day or night, instantly. Everything else has to warm up kind of like the crowds I preach to. <laughs> Spend your whole sermon getting them warmed up. By the time you get to the good point, it's time to quit. But your eyes, they react instantly. A blink of an eye lasts normally about a tenth of a second. They say that you keep your eyes closed about 30 minutes a day just from blinking your eyes. Average person blinks their eyes every two seconds, some at the longest 10 seconds. That means that you blink your eyes, excluding the time you're asleep, 11,500 times a day. There are only two tissues in your body that does not receive oxygen from your blood. The corneas in your eyes and your fingernails. That's the only two that doesn't receive oxygen from your blood. Do you know that a newborn baby, when it's born, they, they say that that baby sees the world upside down because of its position in its mother's womb? And the brain has to readjust after the baby is born to let it see the world right side up. Boy, that sounds like us before that we're saved. We see everything upside down, but then when he saves us, we're born again. We start to see things the right way. We don't see it the right way before that we're saved, but all oh, doesn't it look different after you get saved? Do you know if you only had one eye, that everything that you looked at through the eye that's remaining would be two-dimensional? would only be two-dimensional. If you lose one eye, everything you look at is two-dimensional. You know what's crazy about that? If you close one eye, it's not two-dimensional. Hmm, isn't that something? I think God knows what he's doing. Do you know that owls 
can see a mouse move at 150 feet away. That's half a football field. They can see a mouse move with no more light that's brighter than a candle, candlelight. They can see a mouse move at 150 feet. Do you know cats and dogs' eyes glow at night? You know why? God put a mirror behind their eyes. It's called tatum. And those mirrors is what makes it so. And the glow, without that, they, they wouldn't be able to see at night. But that's the reason they're able to see at night. Do you know that an ostrich, its eyes are two inches across? And do you know that one ostrich eye weighs more than its brain? No comments. Do you know that a chameleon can look two opposite directions at the same time? Its eye can look left and right at the same time. You can't do that, and if you can, you're in big trouble. The eye is a miracle, that's what I'm saying. We overlook the little things in life and our eyesight is a miracle. You don't believe it's a miracle ever have the threat of someone losing their eyesight. This week, I think it was three people that I received prayer requests from that they either called the office or, or sent a note or a text or email, please pray for me, I'm losing my eyesight. And I know, I know that life goes on and people can survive, but your eyesight is precious. It's miraculous. You ought to thank God for your eyesight. You know, you're no better than anyone else. You could lose that eyesight, but God's been good to you. But the bad thing is, is so many people, they have 20-20 vision naturally, but they are blind to God spiritually and have no awareness of the God that created them and the God that watches over them and the God that takes care of them and the God that provides for them and the God that sent a savior to die for them. They never see any of that. Your eye is made, everything about it. We see Jesus in your eye, just by looking at your eye. Number one, the protection of the eye. The eye is surrounded by a wall of bones and that those bones are around that eye socket, as you will, comprising the eye socket to protect your eye. It's inset just enough until when you get hit head on, your eye can be protected. Do you know how easy it would be to lose your sight if you didn't have that bone, a wall all around your eye? Can I say this to you, God, constantly has a wall around about us. The Bible says that the angels of the Lord encamp around about them that love and serve him. You read the book of Job, Job had a hedge around him. Is there times that you can look back and say God was watching over me and God protected me. Had it not been for the Lord that was on my side, I know that I couldn't have made it through that, but God watched over us. Protection. I think about the power of the eye. Do you know your eye could get infected very easily if it wasn't for the static that's in your eyelashes and your eyebrows. Your eyebrows and eyelashes has static in it, power. And what that does is that repels dust particles, dirt particle. It's not that you can't get dirt in your eyes, but you'd get a whole lot more and your eyesight would be in danger even more if it wasn't for that little bit of power that's 
watching out for your eyes to keep the dirt out and to keep that dust particle away that could damage your eye. I'm here, I'm here to tell you, thank God for the power of God that keeps the dirt away, keeps the dust away, keeps us on track. Had it not been for the power of God, then we wouldn't even be saved. For unto them that believe, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Let's get this right. We have no power in and of ourselves. We're not able to do certain things, but I serve one, the God that can do anything. Jesus said, all power is given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Power. Then I think about the purifying of the eyes. What a picture of Jesus. He's given you two fountains. A fountain that's set for each eye. In case dirt does get in, it washes everything away. We call them tears. Could you imagine what your life would be like if you didn't have tears? It's been uh, three years ago, this next Sunday, that I stood in this pulpit and during that time, uh, a lot of our folks rushed up to me at the end of the sermon. I knew I had problems during the sermon. There were certain words that I couldn't say. I, I, would, I was trying to move through my mind as quickly as I could to find words that I could pronounce. I knew something was wrong. I had no pain. I felt fine. Uh, I didn't realize that my face had began to draw and the good uh, medical staff here at the church were kind enough to respond immediately and my wife responded. She was the first one on stage when I said amen. She said, what's wrong? I said, I feel fine. I don't feel, she said, you've got a problem. And of course they thought at that time I had a stroke. Praise God, I didn't have a stroke. Uh, it was Bell's palsy and that wasn't just the basis of it. I had neurological Lyme disease. Long story short, that was the first symptom that manifests the neurological Lyme disease. But through all of that, if many of you that were here, that was right in the thick of, of COVID. And uh, COVID was rampant at that point. And, and with COVID going around like it was, and so many people cautious of everything, when, when I couldn't speak properly, and I, I knew I had a problem. The first thing I told Candy, when the people came, I said, get them away, get them away. Cause I was concerned I maybe had come in contact with COVID and didn't realize it. And I would never do anything to harm any of you or jeopardize you in any way. So I didn't want them to run the risk. And I stepped off to the side at first. And finally they said, well, if, if you're not gonna let us examine, will you please go to the hospital? Well, I didn't realize it, but with that, it, I couldn't close my eye. I couldn't close my eye for days and days and days and weeks, I couldn't close my eye. I had to have a patch on my eye. And I told him, I said, do I really have to wear this patch when I go out? I know that I don't look the best with my eye drawn, but do I have to wear this patch? And they said, you don't understand, COVID is everywhere. And one of the main entrances of COVID is through your eye. So now your eye is open all the time, so it dries out. 
Therefore, you're more susceptible because you don't have anything to wash any of that away or to, to try to keep your eye as a flowing fountain to purify it. You've lost your ability to be purified. Can I tell you, it's a sad thing to see people not understand spiritually. We can get to a place that we get away from the water the word of God, the spirit of God, both are likened unto water in the Bible. If we get too far from the word, we get too far from the spirit, we lose the purifying power that God has given to us as believers to overcome the filth. You're gonna come in contact with things every day of your life that you have no control over. But thank God we know one that is able to wash it all away. You can go through a terrible week, a horrible week, fight one battle after another, but it is something when you come here and suddenly the spirit of God begins to flow from heart to heart like a mighty river. He's flowing over our heart and suddenly the word of God is preached and taught. You just feel so clean in the middle of a filthy world. God gives us what we need to have that purification. I think about the provision for the eye. Do you know God made your eyes so that at the sign of any danger, you close your eye? If someone was to come up to you and you saw them coming and they got ready to hit you, before their fist hit your eye, your eyelid would be closed, I'll guarantee you. It's a means, it's a means of trying to find a safety. He's provided that for us. Now, why would he do that? Well, some things you're better off if you don't see it. Uh, this past week, thank the Lord uh, for, for the right people at the right time. For probably six weeks, I, it's been all I can do to walk and keep going. I've gone through it, but uh, I just, I've had a problem with my knee. And so finally, uh, Wednesday, it worked out uh, Carrie, bless her heart. Thank you, Carrie. I know you're watching live stream. Candy and I will never be able to repay her. She said, you got a problem. You need an injection in that knee. And I said, no problem, as long as I don't have to look. I mean that. And she said, you didn't feel any of it? No. I said, now, if I would have, me and you both would have been in trouble because I just react. I'm one of those kind of people. Can I give you a war, uh, just a warning? I, I love you and I'd never do anything to harm anybody, but I wasn't always a preacher and years ago, I had a terrible temper and, and, and <laughs> I'm not bragging, I'm just saying, sometimes if I get scared, it comes out. So whatever you do, don't sneak up on me. I wouldn't mean to, but I'm liable to clock you. I wouldn't do it intentionally, but it's just a reaction. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, don't act spiritual on me today. Yeah, I, you got your reaction too. I saw you at the red light when they didn't take off on time. I saw your reaction. Yeah. Get stopped on 139 one time and they're, uh, they're, they're not part of our church now, but I'm stopped on 139 and there's a big, big uh, ruckus going on and I'm wondering what's going on. And uh, I, I look up and some guy has reached into the car window. 
of another guy and pulling him out, getting ready to thrash him. And I, I woke up and I said, take your hands off him. And he turned around and he said, hi, preacher. <laughs> Just natural reactions, you know. But we react. And God says, you know, there's some things, if you don't see it, you're better off. Don't regret the things in life that God never let you see. There's some things that he'll get you in a place where your eyes are closed, but it's for your good. You may not have been there at the moment you wanted to be there. You may not have seen a certain thing happen, but God says, I'm really trying to take care of you. I'm providing for you. You just don't realize it. The pigment in your eye. Don't worry, I'm almost done. The pigment in your eye, that's the colored part of your eye, the iris. You know, if you didn't have that, that is what filters out bad light. There's such a thing as light that's good and then there's also light that's bad for your eyes. That's why you wear sunglasses to filter out the bad light. Sunglasses aren't clear, are they? They're colored because they filter out the bad light. You know, the Bible says that the Lord filters out the bad light that comes into our life. The Bible also says if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. God has a way of filtering out the bad light. Your pupil. Do you know that the pupil of your eye is set on a background of pure white? I think this is a picture telling us that we are absolutely nothing without the purity of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're only noticed because of him. If you didn't have your pupil sitting in the white, it wouldn't stand out as much. If you ever do anything, you always remember it's not because of you, it's because of him. You see a turtle, tortoise sitting on top of a fence post, rest assured somebody set it there. It didn't get there by itself. Somebody put it there. And be assured of this, if you ever do anything in life that's good, and if you're ever noticed for the good that you do, it's because of him. Without him, we can do nothing. But through him, all things are possible then think finally about the purity of the eye. The white of the eye looks so white. Now this was amazing to me. Uh, the white of your eye is white for a reason that makes no sense to me, but scientifically it's correct. It's so white because you have so many blood vessels in it. The blood flowing there and the blood supply is what provides the whiteness. When there is a lack of that blood flow to that, then redness appears. <laughs> In other words, the more the blood flows, the whiter the eye. And, and I know that people get tired of hearing it, and I know they may get weary of me saying it, but. I'm gonna say it to my grave. 
I, I know we're in a generation that doesn't want to hear about the blood of Jesus, but the less the blood flows, the more trouble we're in. But the more we talk about the blood of Jesus, the more we sing about the blood of Jesus, the more that we preach and teach about the blood of Jesus, then that brings more purity than ever before. If we're ever going to do anything and ever going to live the life that he wants us to live, it takes the blood. We can't make it without the blood. If I can close with this today. July hasn't always been a great month for Candy and I. Two years ago, we both got COVID in July. She got worse than what I did. Seven times she passed out. And uh, when you're not a medical professional, you trust me on this, it is a helpless feeling to have a family member or your spouse pass out and you not know what to do. I mean, you, you do what comes natural, but you're not a doctor, you're not a nurse, you don't know what to do. So, I, I can't describe this to you, but when she would be out for an extended period of time, it's like her eyes were fixed and her pupils were different. My wife's eyes are very dark. And I would look into her eyes and when she would start to revive, her pupils would go back to the normal size and I could tell she was trying to refocus. And I would say, there's those big black eyes. And I could see myself in her eyes. And I would gauge where she was at by her eyes. If I could encourage us as a church to do anything today, I would encourage us to do this. When we meet the challenge today to see how close we can get to Jesus. We need to do that because one day our vision will dim and our breath will get short and our strength will leave us. But then suddenly we'll see him face to face. We can say there's those eyes. That's what I've been looking for. We used to sing the old song, look full in the face of Jesus. You can't find his grace if you don't look at his face. Oh, you'll experience it, but you won't understand it when you look full in his face. Have you ever talked to someone and they never look at you while you talk to them? Kind of becomes meaningless, doesn't it? He's looking over our life, and we're looking to him. Be the apple of his eye.